Does it feel like whatever you're walking through, that you're walking through it all alone? Do you feel alone in your pain? The truth is, you are never alone. There is a great shepherd that is constantly watching over you and caring for you. We're going to talk about that great shepherd today and, of course, so much more. Stay with me. Hey, friend. Welcome to the Shattered in the Beautiful podcast. I'm Jeannie Smith. If your heart is hurting, no matter what your circumstances are, there is only one healer. Through biblical content, I will teach you how to experience whole healing and soar into great purpose. So let's get into today's show. Grab your favorite coffee, journal, and Bible. It's time to dig in and unwrap your gift. Hey friends, welcome back to the show. This is Jeannie Smith. Hope you had a wonderful weekend. I certainly did. I gathered yesterday with some friends in my home and whew, the Lord was here and we just had a powerful, powerful time of prayer. But I want to start off just sharing a review. So I really thank you guys for these reviews. This review is from Little Prince. Little Prince says, I really enjoy listening. It's inspiring, really helps me with my daily life. This will touch so many lives. Can't wait for the next episode. I pray many people will be reached through this podcast. God has given Jeannie such an insight of his word and a heart for helping others. Thank you, little prince. I appreciate your faithfulness to show up week after week and just listen. You know, friends, I I will tell you that I need to plan content probably more than I do as far as content that is shared in my podcast. But I'm in a season of life where, honestly, I just speak from where I'm at at the time. And so week after week, whatever I'm sharing with you in this season of my life is just where I'm at that day, that week, uh, maybe that month, you know, wherever it is that God has me soaking. And I just, I want it to always be fresh and genuine. I want it to be coming from a place of purity and vulnerability because what this world needs is realness. We don't need another person, especially from or coming in the name of Christianity, to keep their mask on or say or do something that they're not really living out themselves or say something that is hurtful. And we're looking up to these people, right? We're looking to them. The problem is we're looking at people and not looking at Jesus. We're going to be talking about that today. The good shepherd. Who is the good shepherd? And if we're watching people around us, they will let us down and they will fail us every time because we're human and we make mistakes and no one gets a free pass here on mistakes. We're all human beings. We are prone to failure. We are prone to making mistakes. We are prone to hurting people. Although I pray constantly, Lord, don't let me cause any pain. Grow my territory. You guys ever heard of the prayer of Jabez? I'm constantly saying, Lord, grow my territory for your kingdom. Let me be a vessel and a voice for you and bless me, but keep me from causing any pain. And I don't want anyone to be turned away, to stumble, 
or to receive any kind of pain or endure pain because of something I said or did. Now, that doesn't mean that somewhere along the way I might not discourage someone or hurt someone, and I pray that I don't. But I possibly could because I'm human, okay? And sometimes we may say or think the wrong way. Just before I even got on this podcast this morning, I entered into a time of prayer and worship and praise, anointing myself, my thoughts. Father, let it be your thoughts. Let it be your words. Give me a pure heart and bless everything that I do and make me. Father, I want to be a living sacrifice for you. And I think I'm at this point in time in my life, too, where there's been a lot of loss. And, you know, I'm just like, God, I'm just all yours. I'm just all in. And whatever it is that I need to do to serve you, in whatever way you see me serving you, Father, let it not be my ideas, my framework. Let it not be my vision of what I want to do, what Jeannie wants to do, but let it be all about what you want to do. I recently heard a pastor share a really good word, and he was quoting someone, but, and honestly, right now, I don't recall who it was because I was more taken back by what the quote said, and here's what it was, that he rolled out of bed every morning at the edge of his bed, and he said, Lord, let this bed be an altar, and may I be a living sacrifice to you today. And I love that. And that's my desire too, that I would be a living sacrifice for him. And I think that comes too from just a place of hurt and pain and going through so much in my life, but always because of Jesus Christ overcoming. Last night I was having a little conversation with my little boy when I put him to bed. There's a pillow on his bed that says, Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. And he was having a little bit of a tough time settling down and getting ready in the bed. And he was struggling. And I began to speak into him. And I said, Luke, look at your pillow. Read it, honey. Let's go over. Let's talk about what that pillow means. And so he picked up the pillow and he began to read it and he quoted it. And the truth is, is that no matter what we're going through in our life, and we'll take this example with a little child. Greater is he that is in me. And so what I was saying to Luke is, Luke, the way you're behaving right now, what you're struggling with, the thoughts, those are coming from he that is in the world. But greater is he. Luke, do you know who he is? Jesus Christ. He that is in you is greater, greater than he that is in the world. So as believers, because Jesus Christ lives within us and he dwells there, it's his sanctuary. Oh, I love that. I love that I can go and meet with him in the sanctuary anytime I want to or need to. He's always there. And we're going to talk about that today. But because he is there, greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. That means that we can overcome every single thing that the enemy throws our way. We don't have to doubt or second guess if I'm strong enough to overcome this. Because when we are weak, he is strong. And so that means that we have the power and the authority because he lives in us to overcome every single thing. Now, I want you to think about that because when you think about are you alone in your pain, whatever circumstances that you're walking through, You are equipped to handle it. 
you yet yeah, last week we were talking about you know you've circled this mountain long enough turn north you are equipped to turn north you are equipped to speak to it that mountain and say be gone fall bow down whatever it is that your struggle is whatever it is that your pain is speak to it bow down now pain is real we go through pain in our life from things that we're walking through and we feel it and it's real and we are taking the time right now to acknowledge that pain i acknowledge the pain that you have and many times it's warranted it could be pain that we've caused inflicted upon ourselves from choices or many times it's from others but in every situation of pain you're not alone jesus is with you and healing is a process okay so now, let's just talk about that for a second because Jesus can show up and you can have an encounter with him instantly and you can be miraculously healed and transformed. And then for others, healing is a process and they need to walk through the stages of healing. So, for example, grief is a great example. Grief is a process. You're walking through the stages of grief. They are very, very real. And it's a process and that process looks different for every body but see jesus knows exactly what each and every one of his children needs he knows what it will require for you to receive his healing to apply that healing and to walk in freedom and he alone is the only one that can give it and bring it by the way only him it cannot be done by anything else in this world now he may use voices to direct you towards him to encourage you to speak life over to you to speak hope but every voice speaking into your life should be pointing you back to Jesus and God's word every time because it's the only solutions. It's the only solutions to every problem in this world. The problems will not be solved by anything else. Certainly not humans. Certainly not the government. It's only the kingdom solutions. It is only Jesus Christ that will come one day and establish his new kingdom on this earth and then and only then will things come back into the order that God always created them to be but in the meantime we have access to this Jesus if we have received him as our Lord and Savior now before I go into talking about the Great Shepherd I want to introduce you to the Great Shepherd and maybe someone's listening today that has never listened to this podcast before and I don't want to just assume that everyone knows him as Savior and so I'm going to give you an opportunity, and I call it an opportunity. I've done this before on the podcast, but it is an opportunity uh, to come into the knowledge and revelation and a personal relationship with Jesus Christ, because it's not religion, it's a relationship. It's an intimate relationship with your creator, with God's son, Jesus, your creator, that died on the cross that you may live and by his stripes you are healed. He died to give you eternal life. There is no greater gift that has been given to us or ever will be given to us. It is his heart's desire that no one would perish because he created every single one of us in his image and out of his great love for us. And so it's been interesting to me through the years to be even a counselor and ministering to women of all ages and they, some of them even churched, I'm going to call it church, meaning they went to church every Sunday or Wednesday. But when they're asked, have you ever been given the opportunity to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior? They say no. 
Now, how did we miss this? We cannot miss this. We have to pay attention to the very one that's in front of us. Now, it's not up to us whether they receive or not. It's only up to the person. They have to see. Jesus is a gentleman. He makes himself available. He knocks on our hearts all the time, and he's just waiting for us. But he's a gentleman, so he's not going to push himself on you because we do have to make that choice to receive him. And so if that's you, if you've never made that choice or you've never really, you know, you've thought about it, it's not that maybe you even believe about God. You might believe, maybe you've been raised in church and you believe, yeah, I believe there's a God, I believe there's a heaven and a hell, you know, but have you ever received him as Savior? See, there's such a difference here. There's such a difference. And who would not want to receive him as Savior? Because everything about being in a relationship with him changes every aspect of our lives. And remember what I said, greater is he that is in you. The only way he, greater is he, comes to live inside of you is when you open up the door and receive him as your Lord and Savior. So right now, if there's anyone listening that has never done that, but wants today to be the day where everything in their life is getting ready to shift and change, then let it be today, right now, the day of salvation. And just simply pray this with me, Father God, I believe that your son Jesus died on the cross for me. I believe that you raised him up in three days. I invite you, Jesus, into my heart, and I receive you as my Lord and Savior, and I will follow you. In Jesus' name, amen. It's just that simple. It's just a genuine, simple prayer of saying, yes, Jesus, I believe you are who you say you are, and you did what you said you did, and I invite you into my heart as my Lord and Savior to be my great shepherd. Now, before you can understand the great shepherd, and we're talking about today, are you alone in your pain? You have to receive him as your savior. You have to, you know, it's like dating. In order to get in a relationship, a deep relationship with someone and understand what that person can bring to your life, you know, you have to date them. You have to get to know them. You have to enter into a relationship. And that's what this is about. Getting to know the great shepherd. Well, first you have to receive him. And so that's what I just walked you through. Now, let's talk about this. Are we alone in our pain? Wherever we go, God is there. The great shepherd is there. So recently I went away to a conference where uh, with a friend of mine. And I went because I really felt God kind of stirring in my heart to go. Just needed to get away, get some time of encouragement and refreshment. And I encountered some things there that I didn't expect to encounter. And before I go, go into that, I want to share this with you. It was a quote from my brother, and it says, Wherever we go, God is there. Whenever we call, God is listening. And whatever we need, God is enough. And so we see these things here, these principles. Wherever we go, He is there. Whenever we call, He is listening. Whatever we need, He is enough. I think those three little lines are so powerful when we think about the great shepherd because, see, we are never alone in our pain. Wherever we go, whatever we're going through, even in this moment, God is there. He tenderly watches over you and cares for you because he's the great shepherd. So at this conference, I was uh, listening to some speakers, and it was interesting that uh, there were two different speakers there that shared parts of their story that really 
uh, mirrored mine in some way. And some of it uh, was really causing some recent grief to surface and had me thinking about some things and questioning some things. And honestly, I just took a deep breath and at one point got up and walked outside. And I thought, Lord, I, I came away to get encouraged and I feel like there's just some salt being poured in a wound that I have here. And I asked him to begin to speak to me. And y'all, I stood outside. It was hot, blazing hot. And I stood outside with tears in my eyes on a curb and God met me there. And he began to speak to me. The Holy Spirit began to speak to me and whisper to me, Jeannie, remember, remember. And what he was saying to me, he wanted me to remember some things that he had spoke to me, things that he had taught me. And that came through his word. It came through something that a friend said to me before I left. It all happened the day before I left. This word that he gave me, this encouragement, was spoken to me the day before I left for this conference. Do you see what God did? He knew what I was going to encounter while I was away. And what I was encountering was these stories of, you know, how these women were able to be with their brother. And both of these women, these stories, they had lost a brother. And they were talking about how God allowed them to go and be with them and spend time with them and had these encounters with them. And um, one of them passed away and they were able to be with him all the way up to his passing. And so the enemy was using that to kind of twist and torque some things in my mind, uh, making me question and, re, you know, waller in regret again deal, to deal with things that the Lord had already dealt with in my heart. And when I went outside and stood on the curb, you know, and I said, Lord, this hurts a little bit. You know, I'm here in, I'm, I'm kind of wallering in some pain, but I know that I'm not alone. And I know that you're with me. And I know that there's something that you want me to learn from this. So Father, speak to me and tell me what it is. And the Holy Spirit said, Jeannie, remember, remember what I spoke to you. And he took me back to what he had spoken to me, the truth that he had spoken to me before I ever went away to that conference. And so ultimately, I will tell you that the whole experience just took me to a greater depth of healing. But listen, we have to be, the enemy twists things and he confuses things and he's constantly scheming and working against you. It's always against you. It is never for you. But Jesus, God, is for you. He is always for you. And I want to talk about Psalms 23 today. And I want to read it to you from the New Kings James Version. And I'm sure that you have your own version. Um, many of you, it might be the NIV. Whatever is, you know, uh, speaks to your heart and, and easy to understand. I personally want to read it from the New King James Version because this is the version in which my grandmother taught it to me years ago. She always taught me to memorize scripture. And I remember asking her, Grandma, what is there a passage, specific passage that you think I should really cling to and memorize? And she told me one of the most important passages to memorize was Psalms 23. And so I did. I began a journey of memorizing that entire chapter. It's not very long, but it's so powerful. It's so true. It's so beautifully written by King David. He recognized that God was his shepherd, and he talks about what that looks like in Psalms 23. And so I've also taught my son to memorize it. And so I want to encourage you to memorize it as well, to just spend some time soaking in this chapter and breaking it down, you know, line by 
line what it means. Uh, I am a physical therapy assistant by career. That's what I went to college for. And uh, there was a great little book given to me. It's called A Shepherd Looks at Psalms 23. It's written, the last name is Keller, K-E-L-L-E-R. And I would encourage you to get that little book. It's a small little book, but it breaks down the entire chapter of Psalms 23. It would be a great companion for you to read alongside with that chapter. But the lady that gave it to me, she was going through a very intense time of rehab. And we worked through some things together one-on-one. And when she got ready to graduate and go home, she gave me this little book and she signed it inside of it. And she said, I could have not made it this far without you. You have taken such great care of me, just like the good shepherd. I want you to have this as a gift to always remember how special you are to me. Now, this is the same thing that the great shepherd is speaking to us in Psalms 23. He's saying to us, and you can put your name, personalize your name in here. I love to do that in scripture, but here's what it said. Psalms 23, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You Prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup runs over. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. If that doesn't encourage your heart today, friends, I don't know what will This is so beautiful what the Lord is saying. He tenderly cares for each and every one of us. We are never alone. The great shepherd is always with us. And as we sit with the great shepherd, as we follow after him, as we allow him to tend to us, we find ourselves in a place where we don't want for anything because he's everything. He's everything that we need him to be. What did the quote say that I read to you earlier from my brother? Whatever we need, God is enough. And he's simply saying here in this passage, he's everything that we need him to be. I don't know about you, but the thought of lying down, I mean, think about it on a beautiful day when the wind is gently blowing and you go outside and you lie down in green pastures. You ever watched animals or, you know, I have a dog, maybe you do too, and Sometimes he'll go outside and he'll just roll around in the grass on a beautiful day and just stretch and he's just enjoying himself. He's so peaceful and relaxed. That's what the Lord is saying to us. When you commune with me, when you recognize I am your shepherd and you allow me to take care of you. See, some of us don't want to allow him to take care of us. We think that we've got it all together. We can figure this thing out. But it's the great shepherd alone that provides his care. He makes us lie down in green pastures. Do you know he's t- he knows when we're tired? There are some times when the Holy Spirit will just say to me, Jeannie, lay down and rest. Jeannie, go eat a hot meal and lay down. 
Jeannie, go to you. The Holy Spirit begins to speak to you and guide you, right? I have water behind my house and it's so peaceful and I love to just sit there by it. He, it says here in this passage, he leads us beside the still waters. By water, sitting by water, just brings such a calm and a peace. Just listening to the water, looking at the water. You know, Jesus is the living water. And water, being by water, the still waters can sometimes restore our soul. And then further down, it's saying that no matter what you walk through, even though you feel like you might be walking through the valley of the shadow of death, wherever you are, I am with you. On the mountaintops, in the valleys, you're never alone. I am with you. I will fear no evil, God, because you are with me. We don't have to fear. Fear is a liar. You know that great Song by Zach Williams, Fear is a Liar. Fear is a liar. Jesus, because of everything he accomplished, we don't have to fear. We just have to walk in faith. We have nothing to fear because he's already overcome it all. He's always with us. He comforts us. He prepares a table before, you know, things, people that do things to harm us, they will be judged by God. They will enter into his wrath. Vengeance is not ours. It's his. And he says in this passage, he's preparing a table before us in the presence of our enemies. That means you're going to be high and lifted up. He says, oh, this is my child and no one, no one messes with them. He is our defender. He is our protector. He is our great shepherd. Okay, now I want to read to you out of that book, A Shepherd Looks at Psalms 23, because it opens up helping you to understand how God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit all work together to be that great shepherd. So I want to just share that with you. And here's what it says. God the Father is God the author, the originator of all that exists. It was in his mind first that all took shape. Now, God the Son, our Savior, is God the artist, the creator of all that exists. He brought into being all that had been originally formulated in his Father's mind. God the Holy Spirit is God the agent who presents these facts to both my mind and your mind and provides the spiritual understanding so that they become real and relative to me as an individual. Now, I want to pause right there. So what we're seeing here is that God the Father is above all, right? He is the author. And then God the Son, he just did the Father's will. You know, Jesus says, I've come to do the Father's will. And, you know, there's uh, scriptures the Lord says in Genesis and in John that let's make them. So we see a commandment from God to Jesus. There's creation is being go going on here. And he's saying, let's do this. Let's make uh, them into our own image. And so there's a commandment there. Jesus is following the will of his Father. He is creating, bringing into creation everything that was ever in the Father's mind and the heart. And that's what this is talking about here. And then the gift of the Holy Spirit is this agent, this person also, that is constantly guiding us and directing us and ministering to us. The Holy Spirit is beautiful, a beautiful person of the Trinity. Now, the quote goes on in the book to say this. Now, the beautiful relationships given to us repeatedly in Scripture between God and man are those of a father to his children and a shepherd to his sheep. 
These concepts were first conceived in the mind of God our Father. They were made possible and practical through the work of Christ. They are confirmed and made real in me through the agency of the gracious Holy Spirit. See, Holy Spirit is our teacher. So when the simple though sublime statement is made by a man or woman that the Lord is my shepherd, it immediately implies a profound yet practical working relationship between a human being and his maker. It links a lump of common clay to divine destiny. Okay, I'm going to stop right there. Friends, did you hear what I said? Did you hear this passage that I just read from this book? The author is Keller, and the book is called A Shepherd Looks at Psalms 23. I recommend that you get it and read it if you haven't already so that you understand who your shepherd is. The account and the revelation of that in this little book is so profound to me, and I believe it will be to you as well. You and I are lumps of common clay. We have a potter. We have a shepherd that created us in our mother's womb. It says in the book of Psalms, he knew us before he formed us. He formed us. He created us. He is the author of our lives. And we have been given divine destiny because he is our father and great shepherd. Because he has divine destiny and greatness for every single one of his children. He took something very common. You and I are ordinary people. It may look like and seem, but yet we are extraordinary people because we have a father, a heavenly father that created all things. All of us have one thing in common. We all have a father, Father God, Abba. He is our father. That's one thing that links every human being together is the fact that we all have the same father. We were created by him and we were created for divine destiny. So see, we have answered this question, are we alone in our pain? And the answer is no, because our great shepherd is with us. He knows exactly what our thoughts are. He knows exactly what our pains are. He knows exactly what our emotions and feelings are are at the divine moment of when we are encountering them. Nothing is hidden from him. He knows it all. No one knows us and cares for us the way he does. And the analogy of a shepherd with the sheep is he's constantly keeping his eyes on the sheep with tender loving care. And he's watching them and providing for them. And he's keeping them in a safe pathway. No, don't step out there. No, don't go there. Listen to my voice. Listen to my voice. The Holy Spirit is the voice that teaches us and guides us and says, no, no, Jeannie, don't go that way. No, Jeannie, that could be harmful to you. Come here, Jeannie, let me heal you. Let me comfort you. We can't hear that voice, the voice of the Holy Spirit, apart from having a relationship with Jesus Christ. We have to accept him and receive him into our mind and heart. So that the great shepherd can begin looking after us and taking care of us in a way that only he can. And he's there. He never leaves you alone. The book of Hebrews says he never leaves us or forsakes us. He's always there. 
even when we haven't received him yet, he's always there, waiting. He's waiting for you to accept the invitation that he may fully, fully be your great shepherd. Friend, I love you. I hope you have a wonderful day and a wonderful week. And, you know, today before I started this podcast, I had a wonderful time of worship with the Lord. And I was just listening to this song called Same God by Elevation. Look that song up today and just sit and listen to it. It is beautiful. He's always there. He's the same God. And he has everything that you need. Be encouraged. I love you bunches. And remember, live life abundantly. If you like Mommy's show, leave a review. Hey, before you go, if this podcast has blessed you, the number one way you can help me is to leave a review and subscribe to the Shattered in the Beautiful show. Next, hop on over to the Shattered in the Beautiful private Facebook group where you will find a network of friends with daily inspiration. You can reach me at JeannieScottSmith.com. And lastly, please share the episode or review in your social and tag me at Smith Evangelistic Ministries. I cannot wait to meet with you again. Stay tuned for more life-giving podcasts coming your way. Thank you.